Hello listeners and followers and uh, thanks for listening in again. Uh, today I've got a great guest. Uh, we've just met a few days ago uh, online obviously because no one's traveling anywhere and um, I just really wanted to uh, listen to his story and, and, and how he became what he does. Go onto his channels. Uh, his channel and um, social media handle is Q8 Overland. I will put the links in the description below so you can listen to them. Uh, and I really, I really suggest you guys uh, come along and, and follow him. He's, he's really uh, fun to chat to and got some great stories. So I hope you enjoy uh, what you're about to hear. So, uh, Jamal, thanks very much for uh, signing in and uh, having this general chat around the fire with me. Thank you. Thank you very much, Anton. Uh, it's my pleasure and it's an honor uh, to know someone like you and uh, to chat uh, about overlanding, the thing that we like. I think it's very true, and, and we love overlanding for several reasons. I was chatting with a guy today, and, and his podcast will come out in a few days. But, you know, basically the whole overlanding thing started for us uh, is to get out with our, with our children and families and just get away from uh, the nonsense of the hustle and bustle and malls and social media and all that other stuff. And we end up posting it on social media, mostly as a reminder for us because we take the footage. But also to share with people that that have uh, that that might not have the entire opportunity, or want to do what we have. So I think it's the same for you. And I, I think the one thing I'd love you to uh, just tell uh, my listeners is how you came to do what you do. Because when when you look at your channel, um, it's amazing. I completely love it. And 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 it wasn't what I expected. Uh, can you just give me a, a a few minute rundown how you became to have a channel the way that you yeah. do? Yeah, sure. Yes, uh, I, I'm uh, from Kuwait, you know, Kuwait, uh, it's a really small country in the Arabian Gulf. Uh, and in my country, we don't have uh, that big desert. Uh, it's mostly uh, places around, uh, surrounded by uh, buildings, you know, it's, it's a small desert. So, uh, yes. yeah, we used to take, uh, I, I used to be a professional photographer taking uh, photos uh, of the galaxy, you know, and the stars. And uh, when we are sitting on the desert taking these photos, we decided that uh, we change our trip into a camping trip so we can enjoy camping and taking photos. And eventually it's uh, turned out uh, that uh, camping is more fun than taking photos. And uh, that's why we, we start uh, getting like uh, more into camping than from camping, uh, we start uh, uh, to like uh, more uh, to to try to get uh, you know like cars that available uh, to go into this yes 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 yeah. so uh, that's that's why we are uh, turned into uh, the overlanding uh, uh, to travel uh, in Saudi Arabia that's a big uh, bigger uh, desert uh, when when I found out that my car my previous car it, it was uh, Suzuki. Uh, Grand Vitara, yeah, okay. it was a small car, and uh, I tried to take all my friend in this car, and we we were like four or five uh, people. Uh, this car was uh, really small, and uh, and it didn't uh, withstand the desert in Saudi Arabia. It's a really big desert, and uh, yes. you can drive like more than three hundred kilometers into the the sand dunes, you know. Uh, so this is uh, when we realized that. Uh, we must learn more about uh, the traveling in the desert. That's how I find out uh, 
what's overlanding, you know, and uh, correct. I think it would be um, a little scary um, to say the least and in going into some of these big places with very little uh, knowledge how to get yourself out of it or what to do if something goes wrong. I think that's that's one thing every overlander learns from the very beginning is safety and what equipment to use and take. I mean, uh, the one big thing for me, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'm going to ask you now, um, is tires. I'm very big on tires, uh, you know, making sure you have the right stuff and um, I'm I'm running Coopers uh, at the moment, and I doubt I will ever change. I, I had BFGs, um, the KOs, and I looked at the KO2s, and uh, it just it didn't it didn't work for me. I I, I learned a lot uh, about the tires. And uh, what do you what tires are you running, and what size tires are you running? And and so just for the for the for info, um, uh, Jamal uh, listeners is running. Uh, he's using. Uh, he has a Defender 110, similar to mine, um, that is very, very well looked out. It's got uh, um, lights around where it should and all, all that other stuff, which I'll let him explain. But, yeah, tell me about the tires. What tires are you using at the yeah, moment? Yeah, tires, uh, actually, it's, uh, for us, you know, it's the most important part of the car because uh, our terrain is uh, it's amazing how the difference between the terrain we, we can pass by uh, when we are driving. We have to drive, like, hundreds of kilometers in the in the roads then and, and again hundreds of kilometers in rocky grounds and uh, muddy grounds sometimes so i found out that uh, yes. in the beginning that bf bf uh, bf goodrich uh, ko2 was a great tire for me you know for the for the slow uh, slow uh, runner cars you know like my defender yes. it's not a fast car and uh, and BF Goodrich was a very good tire for me until I met uh, Mickey Thompson. Mickey Thompson, ah. yeah. <laughs> Mickey Thompson, Mickey Thompson. Is, is a very, it's a very light uh, tire. I, I use the passenger, not the LTs. Okay. And uh, they are really great. And I, I went to uh, rocks, to sand, and. Uh, everywhere and and it's uh, holding uh, holding up really good now uh, i have them for a year and i think they are really good you don't have to deflate them uh, when you go to uh, soft sand you just drive and it's okay in my car well, at least and that's very cool you so i don't know if you know but um cooper tires owns mickey thompson yeah cooper, cooper um, are uh, really uh, great tires also and quite here uh, Many people are using Cooper, and uh, we have many rescue teams are using Coopers also. Really, rescue teams. I'd like to hear about that. But let's just, so so. I actually wanted to get. Uh, I, I looked at the at the Mickey Thompsons as well, um, the eighty eights, and uh, I I just didn't end up uh, going with them. I stuck with what I knew, which was the uh, um, the ST Maxes, and I completely love them for for our terrain, which looks a little bit similar to yours. Yeah. Um, the ST Maxes are fantastic. The ST Pros are really good, but overkill for guys like you and I. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, I've 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 had a set of the Pros. They were put in my vehicle. They were way too big. They were wrong. I I didn't choose them. Um, and neither did Cooper tires, by the way. Um, and I couldn't wait to go back to the Maxes. And I'm I'm super stoked. I, I don't think I'll change. Maybe to the Mickey Thompson. Um, but I, I doubt I would change. I actually did previously before I got this current set, um, because I'm running two four fives, 75, 16s, yeah. 
um, I wanted to get the, uh, what are they called? I forget the name. I'm going to have to research it now. Um, the ATZs, uh, the ATZs, which ATZ are really, yes, yeah. ATZ3, yeah, yes, yeah. they're fantastic. I really wanted them, but they didn't have them in my size. They didn't have them in 16s. They only had them in 17s. And I wasn't going to change my rim for a set yeah. of tires. So I, I just moved on and, uh, and, and and stuck with what I knew. And I'm I'm super stoked for the stuff that I do. So, yeah, I'm really glad. They, they're fantastic tires. Yeah. So I, I want to ask another question. Now, um, uh, what navigation system do you use? I mean, uh, I know every country has uh, certain specific uh, things that are geared towards them. I know that in the US you've got Gaia Maps and Latin America. I think they've got others. Yeah. We use uh, between Google, uh, Google Maps. We also have a very good one in 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 static areas in in southern Africa, which is called um, Tracks for Africa, which are very very good and 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 I, I really love them. I I know one of the main guys there, and uh, it's really good. What do you what yeah. do you use? What's your go to? in order to navigate through the areas that you go? Yeah, I, I just uh, start using the Overlander from Garmin. Uh, it's a, okay. Yeah, it's a great device. Uh, it's uh, also compatible with our deserts. Uh, we don't have that much of uh, roads in the desert that's been uh, written on maps. Uh, so I think the best, the best thing that we have used in our desert is the Google map. Uh, Google Maps is, is the most important because everyone, everybody have one in his pocket. So yes, that's true. Yeah, so this is the <laughs> first, true. the first thing that you you need and you must learn how to use. Uh, you can use it uh, offline. Uh, you can download maps. Uh, you can uh, write routes on it. You can do everything that you can do in a in a uh, like professional device with just Google yes. Maps. And if it's, I completely yeah, agree with you. If it's dead, completely you, agree if it's with you. dead, you can use your friend's phone and you're on the road again, you know. And you're on the same, literally on the same path. Yeah. Now that was, yeah. that was something that I was frustrated with was was uh, switching between Garmin, Tracks for Africa, Google, um, and I never really trusted Garmin to be honest. Yeah. Um, I always found it was like trying to trick me somewhere along the way because it doesn't choose a track that you know is there. Yeah. Um, uh, I run, um, I I had an iPhone 10 until the other day, they broke into my vehicle, but I, I ran a, um, my iPhone 10. Uh, I looked at the Garmin Overlander, yeah. but to be honest, it's a locked device for Garmin only. Yeah. It's got iOverlander on it. Uh, you can put tracks for Africa on it from South Africa. Um, and then you and then you you only had other apps that were related to Garmin, which is fair enough. It's their device. Yeah. They're, they're more than, you know, Welcome to do it. But what I ended up doing um, is getting the Garmin InReach uh, Mini, yeah. connecting it with an app on the iPhone, and then downloading all the maps, uh, maps.me, uh, Google Maps, um, downloading the offline maps, um, and all the other ones that I needed. And then I, that way I had all, like a whole bunch of different devices, of different apps on one device oh. um, on my phone. And I'm now going to hopefully get an iPad um, if I can afford it. Yeah. So that to me is definitely uh, the way to go. I mean, I completely agree with you. Google is uh, a little bit scary, but they definitely have um, what guys like you and I are asking for with the topography and all those other different versions that, uh, that, you, can, that you can look at. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and Google Maps, uh, you can uh, see satellite imagery that is uh, really useful to go off-road, you know, off, even off the uh, tracks, 
you can find uh, new places you can ma- make uh, new tracks you know because in our deserts uh, it's mostly uh, sand dunes and uh, y- the tracks will not stay on sand dunes like it, it will stay there for a few weeks then the wind will blow them yes yeah so so you can make new routes uh, to travel in the deserts yeah it's lovely. So listen, I'm, I've been browsing over your, uh, your Instagram channel. You carry a lot of equipment. Now, I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a minimalist, so I, I carry what I need and I make sure that it's good in what I use. I mean, you've, you've got some really, really amazing um, systems that, that you have here. So, so tell me, what is, what is your most used item on your vehicle or the, or, or the top three most used items on your vehicle? Kettle? Um, stove, uh, bags, uh, your fridge, compressor. What is your most used or, or top three, I should say? Uh, top three, let's say the most to, uh, number one first is uh, the Garmin Enrich. It's, okay. it's an amazing device. Uh, most of our deserts has no cellular uh, con- uh, service there. So I've been using Garmin Enrich to contact family, to contact friends, chatting on SMS. Yes. This is amazing, actually, and you can send them your location. They can find you anytime. And even if you're keeping this Garmin Enrich in your car and someone stole your car, you will be able to find your car also. So this is a great device, number one. And yes. number two is the fridge i got it's uh, it's dometic c cfx uh, uh, 50 okay yeah this fridge is uh, really amazing i i still cannot understand how how it's working with the such minimum power and uh, how it saves the battery and keep working uh, it's really amazing fridge uh, actually and the third uh, i think i would say it's the the tread the tread sand uh, tracks i use okay yeah i think the tread pro is the third uh, most important because uh, you know uh, we don't have like rocks or trees in the desert so when you are stuck you cannot use your winch uh, yes yes <laughs> yeah. you will just have uh, the easiest way is the the tread you just put your treads under the tire and you you are off uh, again that's amazing. I mean, I, I completely agree about the fridge. Um, so, so tell me, what deep cycle battery are you running? I mean, do you use a lot of power at night? You know, lights and uh, uh, obviously fridge, which draws. Do you do you know what your fridge draws? For example, what what power it it, uh, it pulls? Yeah, uh, actually, uh, uh, before I used to have uh, the Iron Man fridge, and I yes. used to drain my batteries. So I've changed the whole uh, battery system. Uh, I have uh, a separate battery just for the fridge. It's a hundred uh, watts, uh, uh, hundred amps uh, battery, and I use yes. a TGM uh, projector, DC solar for this uh, this for this battery. And now uh, with the Domatic, it's just uh, I use uh, the Domatic uh, minus uh, fifteen. And, okay. Yeah, and it's drawing uh, about maybe four amps or three, less than four amps. Okay. Yeah, so it's keep working. I use also solar uh, power. I have 60 watts of solar. 
and it's uh, keep working. It's it never really stops. That's pretty good. Uh, I'm I'm running a 105 uh, amp hour battery, a, a, a true deep cycle battery. It's an AGM, yeah. and I'm using um, a angle fridge, um, and it's amazing. This angle fridge, uh, whether it's at minus 17 or zero, it pulls 2.7 amps. That's it. Oh, that's great. Um, and it's I really really love it. I had one before. I moved over to Snowmaster. Um, and Snowmaster was pulling 5.7 amps an hour, and I was like, no way, that's crazy, man. Um, and then I uh, I ended up going back to uh, Engel and never looked back. I mean, uh, I, I, I reckon it's just a fantastic, uh, fantastic fridge. Dometic are really good. I've, I've, I've heard that I've heard that they keep the cold for a long time, which is uh, exactly what you want, you know. I think it's got quite thick walls, yeah, so it makes it makes quite quite a difference. Yeah, that's right. Uh, one time, uh, one time, uh, my battery was dead, and uh, the fridge was uh, everything inside was uh, frozen for a full day. You know, so this is uh, quite okay for us. You know, in this hot uh, weather. Yeah. Yeah. I, listen, you know, we we get hot areas in uh, Africa, but I, I don't think it, it really completely com competes with the Middle East. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it's going into your summer now, and uh, aircon plays a huge role. And, <laughs> yeah. That's um, I, I, I I've driven in uh, I think it was something like uh, forty two degree temperature, and my oh. aircon just completely shut off. Oh, forty two. Um, it's uh, very good weather. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> it depends on on who you ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, sometimes. So we tell get... me, Jamal. Um, it, you know, looking at your channels and that, it, it looks like you are quite similar to South Africans that we develop and and build and make a lot of our own stuff. I mean, how much on your vehicle is is stuff that you've done yourself? You know, uh, from tables to yeah. um, uh, uh, modifications on your vehicle. Yeah, see, uh, in the beginning uh, of my channel and the beginning of uh, social media exposure that I've done, uh, everything used to be made by myself. You know, I, I had uh, Goldwing uh, windows that I made, and I have uh, the full body protection uh, checker plate that I've made also myself, cut at home and uh, paint and uh, and uh, drill in, in my car. I mean, uh, most of the things that I used to do myself, you know, even uh, I had, uh, I painted the uh, UK flag on top of my car, you know, I have done this also. Uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, after my channels getting uh, more famous, many companies here in Kuwait uh, are uh, try to advertise uh, their stuff th through me, you know, so so they uh, offer uh, front runner. Uh, Goldwing uh, windows and uh, front runner drawers and okay Jamal let's change uh, these things that you made it's with the front runners yes yeah so in the beginning uh, I said no I would not uh, change those things that I made myself with front runner or any other company because yes. uh, you know it has uh, such sentimental uh, quality you know or uh, correct yeah, correct yeah. yeah because I've done it myself you know. Uh, I completely agree with you. I think most of the stuff on my vehicle, I've, I've, I love because yeah. I've put it the way that I want it, yeah. and uh, um, it's the same as you. I mean, I, I, there's, there's a lot of simple things. I didn't realize how many mods I've done on my vehicle, and I've kind of been caught here because I was doing a one-minute vlog on every um, 
um, on every hack that I've done on my vehicle. Yeah. And we were supposed to have a three-week uh, uh, lockdown. Now we've got a, a five-week lockdown, and I'm oh. going, oh, geez, I don't, know if, I don't know if I have enough hacks for five weeks. <laughs> so I've, I've, got a, I've got a few more that I'm going to have to try and figure out what I've, what I've done. But every time I look, I tend to find one. I mean, I've just done one now for uh, taking two 50-watt panels uh-huh. and, uh, and putting uh, a hinge between it. So you can actually fold it smaller, put it in your vehicle, uh-huh. or, or open it out and uh, slide it underneath the roof rack. I'm, I'll, I'll send it to you shortly oh, and you can have a look. Yeah. But, you know, basic things like, like that, use, use the space that's not being used, that's not going to add a lot of weight and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I, I completely agree. And you've got, what, something like 145,000 followers on, uh, yeah. on, uh, on YouTube, YouTube, which is a really good following. I mean, are you, are you probably the biggest um, in... Kuwait or within the Middle East when it comes to stuff like this? Yeah, when it comes to overlanding, I think I'm, I'm the only one maybe uh, that's doing like overlanding similar to South Africans and uh, Australians. Uh, actually, yes. uh, actually, in the beginning, I used to follow Mr. Weiss for Forex Overland. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I used to follow him and uh, learn all about overlanding and what does it mean, you know, to, traveling for longer distance for a week and uh, going uh, the distance, you know, to, to roads that nobody drives through. Uh, so I, I started doing this, you know, changing my car into something that's a- able to give you the, the luxury of living in the desert, you know. So uh, this is uh, this is what pushes me, you know. I I've, I've done everything in my car that gives me relaxation, you know. I'm sure that yes. I have enough water. I'm sure I have enough food. And uh, if my car breaks down in the middle of desert, I can stay there for maybe a month uh, waiting for someone. So ah, yeah. you know, that makes that you know that does make sense. So so talking about staying in your vehicle for for long, you know, what is the what size fuel tank do you have? I'm sure you've got a extended fuel tank in there too. No, uh, the the fuel tank is uh, 80 liters uh, it's from the factory, and uh, I yes. have two jerry cans. Uh, actually, I've never uh, used the extra jerry cans. Uh, every time, uh, you know, when I go to Oman, for example, uh, it's all mountains, and uh, you cannot drive fast uh, with this uh, car. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you noticed that, but in the Defender, if you drive slow, you never lose uh, diesel. You know, it, it will take you very far. It will yeah. only empty yep. you I know. In, a, in a fast uh, highway. Yeah, so so uh, the diesel is uh, quite, uh, quite uh, you know, saving uh, fuel. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I've got a I've got a total of uh, 105 liters uh, in my vehicle, so I've got the standard, same as you, 75 liter tank. Yeah. Then I've got an extra 45 liter um, auxiliary tank that fits uh, underneath the, where the fuel goes in. So yeah, I've, I've I've got 105. I can do around 850, 900 kilometers, depending on which way the wind's blowing, yeah. um, in on one on one tank. And then I carry two extra jerrys on the top. So for me, as long as I can do a thousand kilometers somewhere, I don't always use the jerrys on the top. Um, I just leave them happily where they are, you know, for worst case scenario. But then I do have one that I use a little bit more often, which sits behind my back seat. 
um, where my medical bag goes. And uh, I leave it there because it's quick and easy access. And, you know, if you just need an extra 20 liters in your tank, just for a little bit of extra comfort, you know, that kind of works for me. But we, we do long distance. In order for me to get to Namibia or Botswana or uh, Lesotho or Swaziland or Mozambique, you know, we have to drive like, you know, uh, like seven to ten hours, so yeah. it's quite far, you know. Yeah, and, quite far. And yeah. I don't always—I'm a real male. I don't like to stop. I want to just make sure I get there. So yeah. I'll stop at a fuel station, get going, and and you know, fill up and then run out. So I totally—I yeah. don't know. I'm just—I uh, yeah. don't know. Just, yeah, I totally. So agree. African men might be different. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I'm actually I'm thinking about uh, the auxiliary tank that uh, that goes into the right of the car. You know, the the same as you have. It's yeah, really amazing. Yeah, it's pretty easy yeah. to. Uh, I think. Uh, I think Front Runner did it. I don't know if they still got stock. I mean, uh, the Pumas, have, they they stopped production on them more in 2016. So I, I'm not so sure if they still have stock. But it'll yeah. be it'll be interesting. I think it'll be a nice, simple add-on for you. Yeah. It doesn't. It, you know, it's a dead space. There's there's yeah. nothing happening behind uh, above the wheel there. So in the wheel arch, you have a lot that you can do. Yeah, that's so right. listen, I have I have another big question for you. I actually yeah. got two that will go hand in hand. So sure. um, do your kids and your wife go with you uh, on the trips, number one? And number two is the big question, ground or rooftop tents? Yeah, okay. My, my family, uh, I take the kids and the wife uh, to deserts in Kuwait, uh, but they don't go a long distance with me. I take actually only my wife to uh, Oman for uh, the third time now. And uh, she loved it. She loved to live in the wilderness, but she must go there. She said that if I go there, I must go there in a rooftop tent. <laughs> yeah. From the beginning, and uh, I never use a rooftop tent, only when I go to the desert with my wife. Uh, I don't like uh, rooftop tents. Uh, they are quite noisy when it's uh, a bit windy. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and but they are really cool uh, and cold uh, when it when the weather's hot. Yes. Uh, they are uh, really comfortable. It's like your bed in the desert. It's you can never beat the comfort of a rooftop tent with any other tent or any other mattress. It's uh, really amazing how it's comfortable and uh, really easy to open and uh, close and. Uh, but it's, uh, it will co uh, consume your uh, fuel and it's uh, really heavy. It's 50 kilograms, about 50 kilograms. Yeah. yeah. yeah Which one do you have? Uh, I have the TGM, uh, the TGM rooftop tent I'm using. TGM, I don't know. The TGM. Oh, TGM, I don't know. Yeah. Let me have a look. I'm just going to Google it while I'm, yeah. while I'm chatting to you now. Yeah, I tried the, both of them. Uh, they have weird names like they're used to Puila, TGM to Puila, but the the company is TGM. Overland.com. Okay, I found it. I got yeah. it. So I have a I camper. I have a I camper force uh, uh, that sleeps full uh -huh. in the in the rooftop tent, oh. um, and I love it. I mean, it's huge inside. It's literally a king size bed, so you have space. You know. Oh, yeah. Um, there's 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 always a way off uh, between the ground and rooftop tent and. I had an Oz tent, um, which is really, which is really good. Oh yeah, um, yeah. but it it just was a bit cumbersome for what I'm for like what I was doing. So I, I kind of steered away from it and ended up with uh, uh, with an iCamper, and I'm super stoked. The iCamper is uh, 
it's amazing. But anyway, it's 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 not a plug. So so do do your kids obviously uh, prefer being on the ground? I mean, you don't really have uh, dangerous animals. You have what uh, scorpions, right? Do you yeah, have yeah, only, you have? only scorpions and uh, snake, and it's uh, not that much. You know, like uh, it will be really rare, really really rare that uh, if you saw a snake, uh, and you'll see a scorpion once a month, uh, once a month maybe. Yes. Yeah. So it's not that dangerous, you know. I let the kids uh, play in the sands, and uh, they like to go to the desert. And and uh, sometimes uh, in the summer we go to Europe, to Switzerland. And, okay. Yeah. And and I ask them, you want to go to Disneyland or you want to go to the to some river in the mountains? They say, yes. okay, let's go to the river. They don't like to go to Disneyland or cities. You know, even my wife, we we just like to go to the nature. More than I love your family already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Sounds yeah. fantastic. Yeah, this is what they like and, and uh, what I like also. Yeah. So listen, we, we're actually coming up to 30 minutes and I, I know you've got to get your evening started. And I, I want to ask you one last question. Tell me, tell me, uh, um, what is your, your worst and best moment while being, while going overlanding? Yeah, my worst moments uh, are. Uh, when I have a breakdown uh, with my car, when I'm with my wife. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I completely is, agree. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because she cannot help. She cannot do anything, you know, like, and I have to do everything myself. And uh, it's very hard to find help and someone to fix the car, you know. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. And uh, the most uh, amazing moment uh, when I climb uh, the highest mountain in the Arabian Gulf in Oman with my defender. Yes. And you know, the the clutch plate smells and everything's whining and uh, the car starts slipping. And when you arrive to the top, it's a great feeling. I completely agree. I completely agree. And listen, I'm very stoked for, uh, for the time that you've given me. I'm really appreciative of it. And... Uh, um, I'm pretty sure we'll be in touch talking about hacks sure. and talking about stuff about our vehicles. I mean, having a Defender has been a, a huge eye-opener for me, and I completely love it. And um, I'm really glad that you're doing so well, and, and I, I, I really applaud you for keeping it up. And, and thank you very much thank you. for your time. Uh, I hope your listeners uh, enjoy this, because I'm pretty sure mine are going to. And uh, sure. um, thanks again, uh, Jamal. It's been fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's really an honor and a pleasure to talk to you and hope we'll talk uh, soon in the in the future and uh, please uh, everybody forgive me for my uh, english language it's not uh, great because it's not my language you know it's <laughs> it's, it's uh, my second language yeah that's true but i'm pretty i'm i heard you perfectly fine and i'm sure everyone else is going to great. So, uh, thank you I, guys go uh, go along and follow uh, i'll put the descriptions um below uh, go ahead and follow Jamal. Uh, he's got a great channel and uh, informative and fun. And uh, uh, thanks, thanks a lot again, Jamal. Have a blessed evening further. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Thank you, Anton. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.